Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Director of the Center, and I'm here again with Priscilla Weigel, my colleague in these podcasts, and so so glad to have you here again. Glad to be here. And we are continuing our discussion of encouragement and effective praise. Mm -hmm. And today we were going to be a little bit more specific with listeners about kind of how to talk to children, maybe give them some ideas. And I know because you do so much work out in child care programs that you probably have some stories and some specific examples mm-hmm. also. So so we're going to get right to it and maybe right. start out, Priscilla, by talking about why do we even want to be talking about praise and praising children? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think the key, our goal, I think, with this whole topic is the confusion around or the just the feeling of being unsure how do I form these phrases to, that are going to give kids and children in our care settings really a positive foundation for confidence building for curiosity and learning and when we look at that you know the reason why do we praise children kind of to recap what we touched on last time was to just really to help them feel good about themselves to build that sense of confidence what we know through research is that just that empty praise that isn't specific really doesn't build that confidence you can't make someone through a phrase by giving them just the you did a great job at that it's not going to automatically build their self-confidence and that self-esteem. It has to be specific in a way that's going to point out a skill that they've mastered. And so when a child does truly get encouraged because of something that they have mastered, that's going to help push them and encourage them to the next level. That's what we want. We don't just want them to be looking to us with those eyes. And I know those of you who work with children out there, you can picture a child in your care that does this when you're sitting there and everybody's got the crayons out and you're doing coloring, just open-ended coloring on empty pieces of paper. And the child that colors it and stops and looks at you and waits for you to say something like, look at me, look at me, tell me it's good, tell me it's good. That's, that's kind of, I would see that as a, a red flag for me as a provider to say, wow, I need to really help this little person understand that the process is the most important thing. They're just doing that kind of, you know, I'll do what I need to do to just get it done, and then I'm going to get that, okay, good job, and then I can go do something else. Mm -hmm. And they're not enjoying that process of going from the beginning of a project to the end of a project, following directions, trying new different art media, trying to do uh, a building project with Legos for fun just to see how tall you can get that tower not to always have it be getting that feedback exactly wow you made the tallest tower because we're encouraging then just that child to always need us right it's that external need of reinforcement when really there's not always going to be those of us who are in the adult work world even though working here at the Center for Inclusive Child Care. There's lots of positives, obviously. But out in the real world, you're not getting stickers for doing a good job. Right. You're, you have to be internally motivated to do a task and, and work at a task for the sheer enjoyment of that process and then the end result because you're not always going to get the pat on the back. 
Right, and we want, as we've talked about it previously, we want children to engage in an activity to uh, because they they want to be creative mm-hmm. and they want to explore, and and those are part of their social emotional development and and help them in their positive mental health development and Mm -hmm. so those are important processes for them and if they're doing a task to get a praise word from an adult they care about then they're losing that important development that they need which again is part of their self-efficacy which is so important and and so and we've all seen we talked about this when we weren't recording of the children who, you know you say oh your you look your dress is so pretty today then the next child is well what about my dress well what about my dress mm-hmm. and on down the line and so what we want are for children not to be waiting for oh, I look pretty today, or um, oh, my, my, picture, uh, my picture is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But what did I gain? What was my competence in this? How did I accomplish? What, what about me is in this picture that makes mm-hmm. me feel like I mastered some skill set that makes me even more, you know, stronger and powerful as a three-year-old to mm-hmm. go do the next thing. That's that's the sort of um, gift we want to keep encouraging in children. So mm-hmm. we also want them to feel good about themselves. We so do. there's a tension there. Right. And I think that that tends to be the real crux of this whole debate within ourselves as adults working with children of any age. How can I really make my words count? Mm, great point. Because... We say it over and over again, it's an awesome responsibility, the amount of time that we spend with children. And they are learning from everything that comes out of our mouths. We're, they're looking to us for that. Did I do it well? If I didn't do it well, how could I do it better? And without, we don't want to tell them how to do it better. We want them to explore right. ways to do it better. Right. It's not that we're going to push them out of the nest and not give them any feedback. Well, so give us some, ex- give the listeners some examples, Priscilla, you know, of ways you might present praise and positive encouragement. Mm-hmm. So the, well, to use your example about the pretty dress. Mm-hmm. Seeing a child with a dress on and thinking to yourself, oh, that's such a cute dress. Look at how sweet she looks. But instead saying, oh, you're wearing a pink dress today. Did you pick that out? Is that one of your favorites in your closet? Wow, it looks like it fits you just perfectly. Have you had it a long time? So you're you're helping her by you're pointing out the different characteristics of that dress. And with that tone of enjoyment, that positive tone, you're saying to her, in the midst of all those questions, that's a great dress and it looks nice on you. Mm-hmm. But you're not just stopping there with that phrase. You know, you're, you're adding layers to that conversation. And you're building communication skills. You're helping her to recall things like, what other dresses do I have in my closet? I could tell Priscilla about other dresses that I like. And, and you're, just, you're helping her think in a more broader learning sense mm-hmm. than just that quick, oh, here's the statement, now I'm done, now I can move on to somebody else. You're building a relationship, too. Mm-hmm. That, 
<clears throat> interaction is mm-hmm. the imp- as is again the intentionality in the interaction which we talk about all the time yeah. with uh, early childhood educators is that's probably one of our favorite words around here is intentionality um, and just being aware in the moment of all the moments yeah yeah and there's so many that are so precious throughout the day a child who has been trying so hard to master the climber and maybe yesterday they got to rung number three. Well, today they went to four. Mm-hmm. Helping them remember that. Mm-hmm. Yesterday you only came to here. Look at that. And now you're up here. You went higher. So you are giving positive encouragement and praise because it's all the things that we want to do. We want them to help feel good about themselves. We want to encourage learning. We want to encourage positive behavior. But we're not saying... Oh, you climbed. We're not just leaving it at you climbed higher today, end of discussion, or you're a good climber. Exactly. We're telling them why they're a good climber. And that's what I think we have to be aware of, how we're phrasing things. You know, you climbed higher today, or your friend is smiling at you because you made her laugh by just singing that silly song. Mm -hmm. Little things like that that Mm -hmm. are really going to help them remember and recall and build those foundational skills for life. Exactly. And I want to remind uh, listeners that we have a tip sheet on this topic on our website, uh, www.inclusivechalker.org, under tip sheets, and they're free, downloadable. And this is our newest one that we just put up. And it might be a, a nice handout to give to parents or to, you know, use uh, for staff. or So a really nice tool mm-hmm. um, that, that they can certainly uh, download and use. Any last words you'd like to tell people about praise or how they talk to children, Priscilla, before we close? I think sometimes when we're thinking about all this, we can get a little tongue-tied when we, if we think about it too much. Yes. And you might get to a point, too, where you think, oh, my goodness, I have no idea what to say right now. And it always is safe, a safe bet to just say to a child, I am so glad you're here today. Oh, nice. Yes. I'm so glad you came to play with me. Mm-hmm. And leave it at that if you can't come up with something else because it, it it really is so important to not be stingy with your praise and to get so caught up in the details and the rules and what's the best and what's the not what's not right. I mean, kids need to hear from us. And if we're not the ones telling them that they're fabulous, who's gonna tell them? I love that you're I love that you brought that up particularly now as we're closing because that's that's one reason we wanted to do the tip sheet mm-hmm. was because we I, I feel like people are a little they, they kind of don't know what to say now mm-hmm. so and and it, even if it's good job I mean just the interaction again is the important piece and that whole thing will grow mm-hmm. as the interaction becomes more intentional and we start to think about our words and how again we're encouraging mastery and that sense of competence and so excellent i'm so glad that you were able to share uh, some of your examples here and i know our listeners are probably are you know thrilled too so and anyone who would like to uh Email us at any time with input or ideas. Um, please feel free to do that. Mm-hmm. One, more, one more thing that yes. is just as you were saying that the good job phrase, even saying to a child, if you said good job, saying to the child, why do you think I said that? Oh, good. What yes. does that mean when mm-hmm. I say that to you? Mm-hmm. And then see how they interpret that. That would be really interesting, I think, and telling to see what a child takes away from that phrase as far as those 
lifelong skills that we want. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, that's a great way to close. Thank you so much, Priscilla. That's all for now. See you.